Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 209, I'm going to be talking about how to get more done. Five ways to get more done, even without a team. You know, there are a lot of bloggers, including myself, who preach about the awesomeness of building a team. However, there are many more bloggers who can't afford to build a team, at least not yet. So what do they do? Uh, are there things that they can start doing now to help them get more done, even um, even without spending the build a team kind of money? My answer, of course there is, and that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, and you know what? Even if you can't afford a team or you have a team already, if you implement one of these strategies, you will get more done. So, build, so getting stuff done, <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about today now you're, you're probably noticing that my voice sounds a little um <laughs> i'm gonna say um tired yeah let's let's go with tired it sounds maybe a little scratchy and squeaky and hoarse to a little to a certain extent and that is because i actually just came back from social media marketing world in san diego california sunny beautiful awesome san diego and there was a lot going on i i i got some rest since i came back but my voice is still a little interesting because you know we were at the number of networking events there was loud music you're talking to people and 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 just all the excitement all the enthusiasm i did a talk i did some it, it was just it was an awesome event getting to connect with others now if you are not attending events I would highly recommend it because, you know, you get to really meet other like-minded individuals. You get to connect with those people in a way that you just can't do on the Internet. Yes, maybe you're listening to this podcast episode. Maybe you've been listening to me for a while. But when you, when I meet people in person that maybe have listened to my podcast or I've listened to their podcast or maybe I, I've never even heard of them before, it really does something to take your relationship to the next level. Not only that, but if you go to a place like Social Media Marketing World where there are all these great sessions, you get to learn stuff that you can apply in your business. And for me, that's just awesome. I love learning stuff to apply in my business because then I can come back, I can do things even better, provide more value to you, and that to me is what it's all about. Always growing, always learning, always connecting, and it's a beautiful thing. So I just got back, just got back yesterday actually, 
and I'm recording this episode uh, now for you today. Anyhow, this is episode 209, and you can find detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 209, including any announcements, um, any of the links and resources that I mentioned, and even a PDF transcript. And if you have any questions that you would love for me to handle, for me to answer on the show, you can call the hotline, and that number is... 888-835-2414. That's 888-835-2414. Let's see. Do I have any announcements? Yes, I do have an announcement. I'm, uh, an announcement. One announcement. I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada um, uh, in, in what, two weeks? Yeah, in, in two weeks, I will be there. Um, I'm going to New Media Expo and the National Association of Broadcasters, um, and that's going to be from April 13th through the 16th. I'll be there from the 12th to the 7th, and I am excited about that. If you are going to be there, um, let me know. I would love to connect with you. I'm going to be one of the co-hosts um, with Geek Beat TV, uh, with Callie Lewis. We're going to be live streaming the event um, and I am I am just excited about it because, you know, it's cool. Not only am I going to get to connect with more people, but I'm going to have this awesome opportunity to do stuff with GeekBee TV. And I'm excited about that. So if you're going to be there, let me know. If you're not going to be there or you're thinking about being there, you can check them out. It's in two weeks. It's kind of short notice. Well, not short notice. I've been talking about it for a few weeks. But you can check them out at becomeablogger.com slash NMX for new media Expo. All right, so those are that's the only announcement I have for today. Let's get into the content. Now, we're always, I mean, I'm always looking for ways to be more efficient with my business, with my blog, with what I do, with the value that I provide, with with everything that I do online. Because you know what? Quite frankly, there are only 24 hours in a day. And if you are someone that values your family and it's a priority, they're a priority in your life, you want to have time to spend with family. Um, and one of the things that I always talk about is, you know, getting a virtual assistant or building a team and all that kind of stuff, which is great because ever since I did that, when I started doing that, it, it really changed the game for me. And if it's something that you can afford to do, I would highly recommend for you to do it. If, you, if you've if you already started making some money or you have some money that you can invest, it's not necessarily the most expensive thing. So a lot of people think, you know, I can't outsource. I can't get help because I don't have, you know, thousands of dollars a month. You don't need thousands of dollars thousands of dollars a month. You can start with very simple things because everything you take off your plate is more time that you have to build your business or more time that you have to spend with your family, do the things that are important to you. Um, so I highly recommend for you to do that. But now, um, you know, I couldn't have always done this. When I was first starting with online business and all that kind of stuff, I, I really didn't have that extra money to spend. Um, so w- what about people that, that are in the position that I was in? What can you do? That's what I want to talk. That's what I want to talk about because I know that to build an online business takes a lot of work, um, and that's if you're doing it the right way. I mean, there's some people that you know you just start the business; they're not doing a whole bunch. But if you're doing it the right way, um, it's going to take a lot of work. Um, so, what I, I believe that there are five things that you can do. Yeah, there are many other things, but these are five things that I've started using. Um, 
I have a team. I have, you know, I have a virtual assistant and I have a, an editor that works with me. However, these are some things that I do now because I want to be more efficient and I believe that you, they can really help you. So let's, let's get into that. Um, so tip number one. Tip number one, you know, email is a very interesting thing. <laughs> email is that thing that I hate and I love at the same time. Um, and, you know, especially because of the type of niche that I'm in, I'm teaching people about, you know, business and blogging, entrepreneurship and um, social media. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, in in those general niches, they do a lot of spam. Um and there are a lot of people that will just email you and say, you know, can you promote me? Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? And they have no idea who you are. You have no idea who they are. But all of a sudden, you're supposed to do stuff to help them out, right? Um, so for me, it gets a little annoying. So what I've had to do, um, at one point, I, out, I, I had my virtual assistant check my email for me and respond to email. But I, I decided, you know what? I want to do my email. I want people to have direct contact with me, um, especially the people that are genuinely wanting to connect with me. Um, So what I've had to do is to set up a system of using canned emails. And this is something that I've spoken about already, but it's such a significant one for me um, that I want to talk about that again. Uh, If you can have canned template emails uh, for the different questions and the different um, types of email communication that you have... It will save you a lot of time, number one. Um, not only will it save you a lot of time, but it can help you be even more effective. Give, let me give you an example. If someone sends me an email at a time when I'm extremely busy and I were to write that email right there on the spot, that email is going to be significantly shorter than if I have a significant amount of time. I'm not going to be as careful because I'm in a rush and that's something that I, I don't like to do. I want to be able to provide as much value as possible in each communication that I have with someone via email, via social media, whatever the case may be. I want to provide value. So what I've noticed is this. Uh, if, if you look at the emails that you generally respond to, like the emails that you get on a regular basis, a lot of them are very similar. And if you have you know, a particular question that you get over and over, why not take the time and come up with a, a perfect response, an excellent response, and have that as a canned email? Um, that's something that I've started doing, and man, it has made email a lot less frustrating for me. When someone sends an interview request or when someone um, asks you to promote them, you have a standard response that you can use. Um, and it really does help you in your communication. Now, uh, you can customize that email. So I'll give you some examples. I'll give you an example of an email that I would send out. I'm pulling up my templates right now, and I'm going to look for one that says, can you promote me? So people send an email saying, can you promote me? Here's my response. Hi, name. I say their first name. Thank you. Thanks for considering me to promote your product or service. Um, It is very possible that what you're asking me to promote is of great quality. However, I've made the commitment not to promote things to my audience based on email solicitation. I only promote products and services that I use 
because I've actually sought them out. This is a commitment that I've made to my audience. While I'm not able to promote it, I do wish you absolutely nothing but the best with your business. Blessings. All right, so that's a simple canned response, but you can see what that does is it makes it so that, you know, I don't have to type that every single time. Um, and that for me is huge. Um, I want to save my time. So that, that, you know, if I were to write that right now, it would probably take me a few minutes to do that. Um, but if I were to just um, click on this template and just put their name and say product or service, that takes me a few seconds. And every minute counts for me. Now, there's a service that I use for my email templates, and it's called Yesware. You can check it out at becomeablogger.com slash yesware, Y-E-S-W-A-R-E. And um, it's free to use, um, and it has a number of cool features. I love the fact that you can put your templates in categories and um and you can search for templates for depending on specific keywords and all that kind of stuff. Um, it just makes it really easy to do that. So my first tip is use canned email responses. Use email templates that you can just um, pull out and and use within seconds, as opposed to use uh, as opposed to spending minutes on each email because the minutes they really do add up, and you want to be providing as much value as possible. All right, so that's the first one. Use canned emails and use them effectively. Tip number two, another one that I've spoken about in the past, and that is batch process as much as possible. Let's let's continue talking about email because I, I don't know about you, but email can, can take a significant amount of my time if I don't have strategies for dealing with it. Now, um, you know, there's a disease that we often have, and I'm gonna call that disease the multi-check disease, the multi-check <laughs> disease. You know, um, we're working and we have our email open in a, another window, and every few minutes or every hour or every half hour or every so often, we're checking the email, and and every time we do that, you know, maybe it takes us five minutes, um, and. Even though it takes us five minutes, it actually does significantly more damage than that. Because if you're in the middle of a task and you stop to go and quickly check your email um, and it's time for you to get back to that task, there's, there's some time that you lose in terms of you know, trying to get back into the frame of mode, the frame that the mindset that you were in before. Um, you kind of lose that flow. So what my recommendation is, Instead of checking your email 15 times a day for five minutes each, why not just, you know, check your email three times a day and spend, you know, three minutes doing or five minutes doing it at that time. So instead of, you know, wasting all that time so many times, losing your flow, losing your train of thought and whatever it is you are working on, batch process. Do them in in specific time intervals and focus on that process while you're doing it. You're going to find that you're much more efficient doing it that way as opposed to breaking your concentration so many times a day and just getting in and out and in and out of your inbox. This is not something that I do perfectly, but it's something that I try my best to kind of hone in on and really um, not just waste a ton of time on email. So that would be my second suggestion. Suggestion number three, tip number three, is to automate your schedule. Now, 
have you ever tried to meet with a busy person? This is typically how it goes, right? You send an email to them. You say, hey, I would love to meet with you on this particular topic or maybe somebody that's on your team or maybe you're doing interviews or whatever the case might be. And they say, sure, I would love to do it. And you respond with, okay, so when are you available? And then they send you some times and you realize that those times won't work for you. And then there's back and forth and back and forth and all that kind of stuff. It can be really hectic to try to set up something as simple as a meeting, especially if what you're doing is online and you're working with people in multiple time zones and all that good stuff. It can get quite um, time-consuming. But you don't have to waste time doing that. Um, now, what a lot of people do is they realize, okay, this 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 meet appointment scheduling thing is taking a lot of time. I'm going to get a personal assistant. And personal assistants are great. Um, but there are more efficient ways of doing that, especially in 2015 where we have tools that can automate the entire process. One of those tools would be Acuity Scheduling. A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com. And of course, that's going to be linked to in the show notes, becomeablogger.com slash episode 209. I love Acuity Scheduling. There's a free version. There's a paid version. But here's what it allows you to do. It allows you to set up a, a schedule that other people can access and select a time. So for example, um, if I say I'm going to do interviews on Tuesdays or like I do right now, I do coaching sessions on Mondays, only on Mondays, um, I can say that I'm available between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. or whatever the case might be. And then when someone wants to schedule a session, I will tell them, hey, go here and pick a time slot. They can see exactly when I'm available. They can sign up for a time slot. They will get an email. I will get an email with all of the details that I need and they need in order to be at that meeting and to know what is exactly what exactly is going on. Acuity scheduling is great. There are many others, but this is the one that I use. Um, so if you do schedule meetings, I would highly recommend for you to automate that process. Don't don't have to don't deal with that back and forth. And the beauty of this is if someone like one of my coaching clients needs to reschedule, they don't even need to contact me. All they need to do is go back to that email, click on a link, and they can change the time, select a new time from uh, my available time slots. And it just makes it super easy to get that done. And if they make a change, I automatically know because I get an email confirmation about that. Not only that, it gets added to my schedule. I use Google Calendar and iCal on the map on the Mac. And it integrates with that so that it automatically puts it there. I don't need to go anywhere uh, to check to see, you know, what my meetings are. I just go, I don't need to go anywhere else. I can just go into the calendar that I use. And that for me is extremely powerful. So automate your schedule. Tip number one was what? Use canned emails and use them effectively. Number two, batch process your stuff. Um, and that, you know, I said batch process for email, but I'm, but what about your content creation? Batch process it. While you're already in the mode, just continue and create as much as possible and batch process that in, in at one time as opposed to spreading it out all throughout the day. Automate your schedule. You could use a service like Acuity Scheduling. That's tip number three. I got two more for you because I said five tips. Um, this next one is huge. This next one for me is huge. Now, 
one of the things that I've started doing is I started writing every day. I'm, I say that I'm on this thousand-day journey where every day I'm going to write for 30 minutes. Um, and this is, what hap- this is what used to happen at the beginning. I'd wake up in the morning and I would um, go to write. And then I'm, I'm sitting there trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to write about? And that process can, can take some time and all that stuff. And um, next thing you know, I spent you know, 45 minutes or an hour writing for a half hour because I'm trying to figure out exactly what it is I want to get done. So here's my tip. My tip is not is for you not to do that. Instead, what I want you to do is to plan your tasks the day before. This is huge. It saves so much time. Now, when I wake up in the morning to write, I just go and I start writing because I know exactly what I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to write about. So as your day is coming to an end and things are slowing down, if the things slow down when your days come to an end, I want you to think, what are the main things I need to get done tomorrow? So that tomorrow when it's time for you to, for, the, for, for you to get the stuff, for you to start taking action, you don't have to waste a lot of time trying to figure out what it is you're supposed to do. This is huge. And if you're not doing that, I highly recommend for you to start tonight. And I want you to tweet at me and let me know I am starting tonight I am going to, 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 to think about what I need to get done the next day, and I'm going to plan my tasks this evening. I want you to tweet at me, at Leslie Samuel, um, and let me know, because really, I know, I know for a fact that this can save you a lot of time. What are you going to be writing the next day? Who do you need to be communicating the next day, communicating with the next day? What projects are you working on the next day? Decide that the day before as things are winding down so that you're not wasting any time. You're just getting to action. We're all busy people, right? And we want to save as much time as possible. So this is one way to do this. Okay, that's tip number four. Now, tip number five. This one for me, wait, I think I said that with all of them. This one for me is huge. (laughs) But this tip is huge, and they're all huge um, because it really helps me get more done. Now, I'm a techie person. I am someone who loves figuring out how WordPress does the different things that it does and all of the different things I can do with WordPress. I'm someone that loves to toy around with different tools and, 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 and you know, um, like, for, for example, set up my membership site. All of the stuff that's involved with that, I love to be involved with that. I love to be involved with going into Canva and figuring out how to make things look good and all that stuff. But here's going to be my recommendation for you. As much as possible, get rid of the techie stuff. Yeah, I said it. Get rid of the techie stuff. You're wasting a bunch. You're spending a bunch of time right now trying to figure out how to install a plugin. You're trying to even figure out how to install WordPress. You're trying to figure out, you know, how to how to 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 to, to do all these tech things, and it's stressing you out. Or even if it's not stressing you out, here's the thing. The most value that you can provide isn't in doing all of the techie stuff. The most value that you can provide is in creating content and getting that content out there, connecting with people. That is where 
you provide value. In planning your business strategy, in planning what products you're going to be promoting and how you're going to be promoting that, in coming up with new ideas for new things to do, um, I highly recommend for you to get rid of all the techie stuff or as much of the techie stuff as possible. Now, this sounds like I'm saying outsourcing. And to a certain extent, I am saying outsource. I'm saying as soon as you can, try to get those things off your plate. And I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to myself because yes, I do outsource some of that, but there's so much more that I can get off my plate. And a lot of you are thinking, um, you might be thinking, yeah, but if I want it done well, I need to do it myself. That is a lie. (laughs) If you want it done well, let the people that do it well, do it. All right? Um, So here's one of the things that I've started doing because I used to have a a technical assistant and I was spending about $600 a month on that individual. Um, But now I outsource all of my WordPress tech issues to WP Curve. That's a service that I use. You pay $69 a month. That's how much I'm paying right now. And they literally deal with all of your WordPress tech stuff. So if you need plugins installed, if your site is working is not working well, whatever the case might be, they can do it for you. Um, another thing you can do is you can find people on Fiverr, um, F-I-V-E-R-R dot com that will do a number of tasks for $5 a piece. Um, and there, there are people on there that would fix almost any WordPress issue for $5. That's not a lot. Um, and that's one way that you can kind of start to transition over to outsourcing and getting help. Um, and it's one that works very, very well. So WP Curve is the service that I recommend. That's becomeablogger.com slash WP Curve, C-U-R-V-E. Um, but you can also, I mean, even if you have a friend that's that's good with that kind of stuff, Connect with them. See if they can help you with that. Um, And if you want to look on places like Fiverr to get a discounted um, rate and $5 to do these tech stuff, why not? All right? So to recap these five tips, number one, use canned emails effectively. Um, Using a service like Yesware, it's free and it's really easy to use and it's awesome. Um, Batch process as much as you can. That's number two. Um, batch process your email, batch process your content creation, set specific time blocks and say, this is when I'm going to be working on email. This is when I'm going to be working on writing. This is when I'm going to be working on videos. And shoot, while you're, while you're making videos, while you're recording videos, don't just do one, right? You're going to have some setup. You're going to have some takedown and all that kind of stuff. While the stuff is up, record five videos if you can. All right, so batch process as much as possible. Number uh, number three, automate your schedule. You can use a service like Acuity Scheduling. Um, number four, plan your tasks the day before. I should have said the evening or the night before. While things are winding down, think about what you're going to be doing. Write it down so that when you wake up and you're ready to get to business, you can just get to business. And number five, get rid of all the techie stuff. So I have a question for you. So I've gone over my five tips for getting more done, um, even if you don't have a team, even if you're a team of one, 
But my question for you is this, because I'm always looking for ways to learn, ways to be more efficient, ways to get more done in my business. So my question is, do you have any tips that you can share um, that helps you to be more efficient with your blogging business? Tips that maybe I have not mentioned. Or do you resonate with one of these tips? I want to know. So what I want you to do is come, o- come on over to becomeablogger.com slash 209 and let me know in the comments. Yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some value from that. Uh, I know you got some value from that. Implement one of these tips. T- tweet at me. Let me know what you're going to be taking action on at Leslie Samuel. This was episode 209, so once again, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash 209. I'll be linking to the resources there, and you can check those out. If you found value in this episode, and would love, I would love to have you subscribe to this podcast. If you're not already subscribed, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash podcast, and you'll find all of the information there that you need in order to... To, to, to subscribe, to leave a review. And if you leave a review, I mean, you're going to be in my heart. I'm going to read that review. I'm going to feel special because of you. <laughs> and that's the goal, right? To make me feel special? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyhow, if you're trying to start a blog where you can create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. I will show you how to do it, and I will show you for free. Take your idea and turn it into something awesome. So that's freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, actionable, and awesome. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. By the way, that's the number you can call if you have a question. And then I'll answer it. That's it. Peace.